just want to I just want to continue this continue this gathering and just dive into talk to you uh for a few moments on on this entire festive moment called Christmas. Right? Every year I don't know about you, we get excited when it comes to Christmas. Any people who get excited when it's about the Christmas time in the city, right? And and it's so good to see, you know, people who just show up and and just find opportunities to to celebrate this festive season. So we did something exciting over the last weekend. We kind of decided to go on a on on carols and just surprise people in some houses and just sing uh, a few Christmas some of these known songs that you have been doing. If you guys enjoy that, give a shout out please if you guys really enjoy the carols. And and you know we did this for the first time uh, some of our crew some of our guys helped us get permission in uh, Simbas's hostel in Vimannagar a few blocks so we could just go and celebrate christmas through the carols with them so if you're here from any of the hostels can you give us a shout out all right we've got the first benches all the simbas's guys come on let's put our hands together for all you guys if you're here If you if you're here for the first time we truly want to welcome you. Uh we we love building lives, we love building community together. And like I said, I just want to talk to you for the next few minutes on this entire word called Christmas. I don't know how you see it if it's if it's like a stumbling block for some of you, if it's possibly the most awaited time for some of you, but everyone has their own opinion about Christmas. Am I right? Right? Okay, by the way, it's completely all right if you talk back to me. So let's try that once again. Everyone has their own opinion about Christmas. Okay, we're getting there. All right. That's good. But, you know, I want to see I want us to really dive in this evening and see what what the Bible has to say when it comes to Christmas. But before that, just just kind of taking it completely off topic. Has anybody come across this this phrase called circadian rhythm? All right, two people. Two people know what circadian rhythm is. So I'm not going to sophisticate things for you. I just want to break it down. Have you heard of this phrase called body clock? Yeah. Oh, now everyone is alive. Okay. So it's it's funny. I I was reading about this and so it's basically a 24 hours internal clock, right? And uh, that's running in the background of your brain and cycles between your sleepy sleepiness and alertness at regular intervals, right? college students you know what i'm talking about it kind of always messed up when you are in college and it's kind of the other way when you are out right i think it applies for all the working folks as well you know but it's also known as like i said your sleep or your wake cycle and a part of of your of your of your brain controls this thing called circadian rhythm now you must be wondering why is this guy talking about body clock on christmas eve So bear with me okay because I I want to really set this up as we kind of look into really understanding more about Christmas. Is that okay? So you know it's crazy how people celebrate Christmas, okay? I was just sharing this last week with with a few of our folks. People go all out in decorating the houses. Anybody? Yeah, this 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 time we went all out in doing nothing in our house. you know and and we we are hosting some lovely family you know my, my by the way my brother in law is here somewhere uh he they just came they're celebrating christmas with us uh i don't know if you're here oh yeah there he is at the back so let's put our hands together that's my brother in law santosh they're here celebrating christmas with us 
after a good long time. So, you know, we, we love celebrating Christmas. We do up our houses. Some people love shopping during Christmas time. Some people love shopping all 365 days. And, you know, it's, everyone has a peculiar way of celebrating Christmas because I'm sure you've heard this. It's a time of giving. Have you heard that? Christmas is a time of giving. It's a time of love. It's a time of receiving gifts. <laughs> Have you got your Christmas gift yet? No? All right. Okay. I don't want to start any wars tonight if you're a married couple or if you're dating or if you're just single. <laughs> Sorry. But, you know, people love to do crazy things when it comes to Christmas. But yet, you know, the Bible, I love how the Bible is filled with stories when it comes to the birth of Jesus. And, and I love how animated sometimes the, the stories in the Bible are. It's, it's, not, it's not your sophisticated things about do this and don't do that. Some of the stories in the Bible are, are real. Can everybody say real? Yeah. Come on, guys. Can everybody say real? And, and I love that about the Bible because if you ever thought that this book is just a beautiful piece of literature, or just, a, just another book that is there out in the market that you can just buy across Amazon and you know, get it delivered at your doorstep and things like that, I think it's more than that. It's, 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 it's got life-transforming and life-changing principles. And, and the reason I say that is every time you see the life of Jesus and the conversations that he had, they were some of the most animated conversations. Right? And we, we'll get there, we'll get there. But, you know, you see that the entire life that was recorded in the Bible about Jesus, it, it spoke not only the people of religious backgrounds, but it spoke, it appealed to every single person across the, the walk of life. And, you know, I want us to dive into one particular conversation that happened between Jesus and some of the religious leaders during that time uh, when, when Jesus was, was staying in Israel. And, one of the reasons Jesus came to earth was so that all humanity can get a shot at living your life in the fullness of your potential. Can everybody say potential? Hey, is it okay if I ask you to say a few things after me? Is that cool? Right? So, God really desires that we come alive and live our lives in the fullness of our potential. And one of the best places where you can explore your potential is we believe in a community like this where it's not just about giving, giving and giving, but you also get to receive so much. And, and over the last one year that we have started this community called Zealous in this place, man, we have received so much. Juhi and me, we have received so much. Our team, we have received so much. And it's not only about us coming week on week and just doing something for the sake of it because we don't have anything better to do. But coming back to Jesus, he really desires that you just don't exist, but you live. There's a difference. Can everybody say there's a difference? There's a difference when you just exist and when you live. But, but God... Jesus, he desires that all of us come alive in the fullness of our potential. And, and sometimes when we think about Christianity, we think that, okay, it's just another religion. And, and we sometimes give in to the pressure of living up to the pressure of do's and, do, do's and don'ts and all the things that we should do, we shouldn't do, we can do, we cannot do. How am I supposed to live my life? And kind of, you feel pressured and burdened. I don't know if you've ever felt that way. But Jesus, 
that's never that was never his intention see one of the things i want you to realize tonight and and feel free if you just want to pen down certain things that make sense to you on your on your phones or in your notepads or whatever religion binds us down to the do's and don'ts but a relationship with jesus liberates us to explore more has anybody felt that way And the reason I say I love the conversations in the Bible when it comes to Jesus, there's one particular conversation between Jesus and a bunch of religious leaders who, who, who decided to have a conversation at the cost of someone else's embarrassment. And there's this one particular episode that is, that is recorded in this Bible in the book of John chapter 8. And, and you know, it talks about the, the, the woman who was caught in adultery. And, and I know it's Christmas Eve and, and maybe it's totally a bit awkward to talk about someone who's caught up in a, in a mess like this, but I just want you to realize how important Jesus takes a relationship. So there's this conversation that happens between Jesus, a bunch of religious leaders who, get, who, have, who have caught this woman in, the, in adultery and bring him to Jesus and it's like they're trying to ask him a trick question. Can everybody say trick question? Just to, just to realize, okay, does, does Jesus, who proclaims to be the Messiah, really knows what he is talking about? Have you ever had this, this guy or this person around you who, who tries to act smart? So many, I heard, did somebody say so many of them? <laughs> wow. I wonder how animated your life is. But Jesus, these, these guys come up and they try to ask him this, this question in a tricky way. Hey, Jesus, this woman has been caught in adultery. And the law says, so they're, again, they're referring to religion. You know, the religious side of them is coming out and say, the law says this woman should be put to death by, by being stoned. But Jesus, he's quiet about it. He's quiet about it because when God sent Jesus and when we celebrate Christmas because of the birth of Jesus, God never intended that humanity should be condemned. God's intention for sending Jesus so that humanity could be saved. And I don't know if you're sitting over here, what is it that you really need to be saved from? But if you, if you really give yourself some time and look into your life, there are certain things that you and me need to be saved from. Like I need to be saved from making sure that I don't upset my wife. You know those moments that happen in marriage? All the singles are like, no, we don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> but coming back, okay, I, I'm going to make sure I don't distract, I don't get you guys distracted. But, you know, the words of Jesus, they make so, such an important setup in this entire conversation. And Jesus, if you look at this, John chapter 8, let's read a few verses. And we'll read possibly from verses uh, 5 or 6 onwards. Right? Okay, let's, let's just go. But Jesus bent down and started to write on the ground with his finger when they kept on questioning him. He straightened up and said to them, Let any one of you who is without sin be the first one to throw a stone at her. 
Again, he stopped down and he rode on the ground. Moving on. At this, those who heard began to go away one at a time. The older ones first, until only Jesus was left with the woman standing, still standing there. Jesus straightened up and asked her, Woman, can everybody say woman? woman. Where are they? Has no one condemned you? The woman said, no one, sir. She said, and this is what Jesus says, then neither do I condemn you. Jesus declared, go and leave your life of sin. See, one of the most famous verses that was printed in the Bible was this famous verse called John 3.16. If you have ever read this, heard, come across this reference. But so many of us focus on, on John 3.16 that talks about how God so loved the world that he, he desires that nobody should perish but everyone should get a shot at eternal life. But I, I love what the verse below that says. John 3.17 is a classic and this is what I, was, I want to get your attention to. For God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world, but to save the world through him. See, life in Christ never brings condemnation. But brings, but births conviction. It's never about all the possible wrongs that you have done. There's, God is not going to look at you and always point out at the wrong things that you're consistently doing in your life. But his desire, his desire is that all of us, can everybody say all of us, be saved. And that's his desire. So, so Jesus does go ahead and mention to, to the woman, hey, go and sin no more or don't live a life of sin. Because Jesus, he hates the sin, but he loves the sinner. And so tonight I want to really set this up for all of us that how Jesus makes such a bold statement at the end of this passage saying that I am the light of the world. If you just turn to verse 12 in John chapter 8, Jesus makes this one of the most famous statements ever recorded. He says, John chapter 8, Verses 12 onwards. I am the light of the world, and those who walk in me shall not have darkness. And it's, that's something that I want to talk to you about this evening. I want to talk to you about some of the most basic thing in your day-to-day -day life. Can you imagine living your life without electricity? Anybody? How do I charge my phones? That's the first thought that would come to your mind. Can you imagine, you know, a life where you have to live without light? Now, in this context, artificial light, because we, we are so advanced in technology and things like that. But, you know, I remember a story, uh, you know, I remember an incident between my grandfather back when we were growing up and, and when, when those uh, emergency lights were still to come into the market. My grandfather knew exactly on Thursdays what time there was a power cut. You remember those Thursdays? Those, all those locals who grew up, you know? The power of, even now. Ouch, okay. But thank God for inverters, right? And UPS and whatnot and things like that. But I remember my grandfather, 
the minute it was thursday afternoon he would sacrifice his sleep get up make sure that the candle is in his place make sure that the the that the matchbox and everything is in his place because just in case the power went off my grandfather knew exactly where to go in the midst of darkness i think it's like a natural response that our body has that some of us we really don't like to live in darkness now all the batman fo- followers maybe for you things are a bit different Any DC fans in the house? This one is for you. We don't like living in darkness. We we win we may not acknowledge it, but this is what Jesus is really trying to highlight that I am the light of the world. I am the light of the world. And and Jesus tries to make this really important statement and one of the most profound statements and what i want to tell you is light plays an important role in our life i want to really help you understand that today as we are about to celebrate christmas right the meaning and the purpose of christmas day will just be limited to all the festivities around us I mean everything around us tonight is decked up the malls our houses our our clothes our our parties everything that we are going to it's the most happening place that you would possibly ever go in the next 48 hours and everything looks so bright so done up and so so good right but could you be that person that where though everything around you is lit up you are still struggling with some dark issues and dark prob- uh, some darkness in your life where you have not allowed the light of god to shine i i just wanted to set this up in terms of i spoke to you about your body clock do you know that light plays such a important role in your body clock like you remember those moments where where your mother or your father had to just open up the curtains that morning when you wanted to sleep more that's exactly what i'm talking about and for the next few minutes i want us to really help you expand your thinking for the next few minutes what if our lives are shaped and changed by the light and the hope that is found in jesus could it be possible that this christmas eve we allow ourselves to experience the light of jesus in every single area of our lives Could it be possible that there are some of us in this room that are battling with the darkness of darkness in the form of fear? But the light of Christ can bring in faith. Could it be possible that there are some of us in this room are battling with the darkness of worry and restlessness? But the light of Christ can bring the hope and the peace that you need in that particular season of your life right now could it be possible that you are battling with the darkness of failures in your relationships in your possibly your marriages your workplaces or even your businesses you you're trying to do things but it's just not happening but the light of Christ can bring a glorious and a hopeful future that God promises in and through his word I want to really help you understand tonight that you know though everything around us is so decked up it would be such a tragedy that we are living in darkness and I'm not talking about like physical darkness but I I want to just go ahead and and just put this phrase could it be possible that some of us are still living in spiritual darkness there are possible areas in your life 
where you are really battling with those challenges, where you are really battling with those things that are trying to bring you down. But God is telling you, just like he said this, told this woman, I do not condemn you. There are possibly, you have been condemning yourself and you have been putting yourself down for years and years and years because of some of the mistakes that you made a lo- some, some time back. But I want to tell you tonight, when Jesus sees you, when Jesus sees your life, he does not see it from a lens of, of, of just pointing our fingers to you. He, see, he sees it from a perspective that he really wants to save you from the spiritual darkness that you might be experiencing in your life right now in this moment. And this Christmas season, it's our prayer and it's our hope that all of us can get a taste of what that light looks like. See, we see best in the light and have limited sight in darkness. We see best when it's lit up. We see best when things in our life are going well. See, because light brings direction and purpose to your journey. Anybody on a journey called life? It's light that brings a sense of direction. And it's light that brings purpose to to your journey tonight. And maybe every single day of your life. But... I really hope you would give God an opportunity to shine his light of love and his light of life in your lives tonight. Let Jesus light up your world with a love that is so pure, with a hope that is so strong and a future that is so bright that our lives will never be the same. I'm talking to somebody tonight over here and I want, to, I want to tell you, if you're here in this room and if you're just here to celebrate with us, we absolutely love that. We love the fact that you decided to come here and, and, and spend your Christmas Eve with us. But man, it would be such, such a loss for us if you're not able to just help you realize the power that is there in the person of Jesus. See, Jesus is not just this some, some concept or some myth. Jesus is a person. And that person came down in the form of flesh 2,000 plus years ago. He came, he lived, he died, and he rose again so that you and me do not have to walk in darkness, but we can experience the light and the life that is there in Jesus. Because like I said, He truly desires that you live your life in the fullest of your potential with every ounce of gift, with every ounce of talent, with every ounce of experience that you have collected in your working professional field or your study or your student life. He desires that you would flourish in everything. And this is what the Bible says in 1 John 1. Chapter 1, verses 5 to 7, and and I just want to wrap it up with that. This is the message we have heard from him and declare to you. God is light. Can everybody say, God is light. In him, there is no darkness. At all. I love this phrase, at all. At all. 
If we claim to have fellowship with him and yet walk in the darkness, we lie and do not live out the truth. But if we walk in the light as he is in the light, we have fellowship with one another and the blood of Jesus, his son, purifies us from all sin. See, if there are people over here that have been listening to what I've been saying for the, next, for the past few minutes, and they say, hey, Nanad, this sounds good. This sounds a bit inspiring or a bit motivating, but, but how do I really put it into action in my day-to-day -day life? Because you may not be able to understand what I'm going through. And, and you're absolutely right if you're thinking that way. Maybe I can't. But that's why in a community like this, we can come as we are, in our brokenness, in our strengths, on our mountaintops, in our valley lows, and come before Jesus and allow His light to shine in our darkness. Whether it's worry, whether it's restlessness, whether it's, you're, you're just, some of you might be just longing for a peaceful night of sleep. God cares even about that. God cares that His light and His life would just overpower you, that your life will never be the same. And I, like I said, this Christmas season, I want you to know that Jesus is the light and He is the life that we all need. It doesn't matter what your background is. You may not have even grown up in a Christian home. You may not have even grown up in a Christian setting. But I want to let you know that God sent His Son not so that He could condemn people, but so that people through Jesus could be saved and get a shot at eternal life. Is that exciting for somebody over here tonight? And I want to challenge you tonight that if there are people in this room that have been experiencing seasons or moments of darkness, tonight's, tonight's talk is for you. And just like we have read, He is the light. There is no darkness in Him. There is no condemnation in Him. There is no accusation when it comes to a life in Jesus. And the Bible says, if you are in Christ, you are a new person. So I just want to focus for the next few minutes. Can you just allow the light of Jesus to shine in your life tonight, this Christmas season? Do you think that's possible? Could you allow that if, if light really plays such an important role in, in shifting our body clock... In our, in our physical areas of our life, can you imagine the spiritual light that Jesus wants to release over your life, how it can really shape certain seasons of darkness and bring the eternal life and life and the light of Jesus in your life and through your life. We're so glad you've been listening in. If you'd like to know more about us, follow us on Insta at Zealous Pune or visit us online at zealous.community.